Okay, ready? Ready. Ready. Okay, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Include Podcast. This is our very first episode, and we could not be more excited. We are so happy that you are joining us. I'm Lisa. I'm Wendy. Hi, I'm Miles. In this episode, we want to give you a little background about this podcast and what you can expect from it and why we feel it's going to be an awesome new addition to the ways that we reach out to you, our clients, and keep you posted on what's going on at Include. We'll talk a little bit about our intentions and hopes and dreams for the Include podcast. We're also going to touch on a few things that have been going on here at Include Software, like the asset update you recently received, IKPI, which is so awesome and exciting as well. Super awesome. And hit on some of the highlights and issues that we've been hearing from um, from you, that we've been hearing about from you. Uh, we really hope that you have as much fun with this as we are and maybe get some valuable information about our products and some inspiration for your business or for your role in the company. So, Miles and Wendy, let's start with where this podcast came from and what it's all about. So, the podcast came from, and I think, an idea that when we were talking about it, it would be a really good medium for people to, uh, for our clients to hear about what's going on and include software. Because I think when we think about include software and assets, kind of what is this software and who are the people behind it? And a podcast, I think, is a great way of showing some personality behind the team because not everyone is going to be on the phone with us every day on support calls and such. So this is a great way to get out our voices out there and talking about what's happening at include what's happening with asset and anything else at IKPI, all the new products, roadmap, et cetera. Uh, I think that's going to be really, it's going to be, it's, it's a really good po- uh, process for that. I totally agree. I think that this is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be interesting. We're going to bring all sorts of cool, inventive new things into your world and our world as well. And this is just the beginning. So we're just getting started. Exactly. We want to be able to communicate with our clients and have everyone get the feel for what it's like, what Include Software is all about, our values and what it's like, what our team is like, um, and what our clients mean to us. So we want to communicate all of that with you and then also kind of foster a client-to-client communication as well. We get a lot of feedback from our clients. They want to know what other companies are doing. They keep up with what's going on in the industry, and they, they want to talk to each other. So hopefully we can facilitate that as well. So the podcast is going to be a lot of feedback from our clients? I think so. Uh, I, the ticket system that we have and at team at include.com, we get a lot of questions every day about sometimes similar issues. And in that case, we can bring them up here if there's a common question on how to make asset better. We can talk about that because I, I know that you, Lisa, uh, lead the development and lead the support and Wendy Lee takes a charge of the accounting side and implementation. Y'all do a really good job. So you guys are the experts in the room when it comes to that. So I think that's a really great opportunity to have a good discussion where I'm more on the production side of software. So I can ask questions from a point of view saying, okay, how does an accounting perspective or someone who's just entering 
use the system and then we can, you know, I think it's, we can create good conversation. Exactly. What do you guys think? And hopefully I'm hoping maybe uh, we'll have time today to talk about some of the things that have been coming up the last few weeks. Oh, fun. What, uh, what other ideas do you think that we're going to be covering on this podcast? Well, big thing I hope is that we'll have some guests from time to time That'd and be that's fun. internal and external. Oh, internal. Yes. Like so Bill? Our, yeah, Bill, famous Bill Seven, and everyone on our team. Really, hopefully, will have a turn. Yeah, here. that'd be really fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. I like that idea. And external, so oh, yeah. our listeners. I'm super excited about that. <laughs> Anybody's listening out there and you think you want to talk about a topic, let us know. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I was, I was reading some articles, too, about data governance and about how to make sure that your data super fancy data governance very fancy term it's actually quite interesting but essentially what it comes down to is how you get good data into your system to begin with and with something as complex as asset and when there's multiple people entering in information and impacting other people's roles it's good to have a solid data governance a a strategy and I think that in a future podcast, we might be able to cover something like that because it's so important to get good data in and good data out. And especially with IKPI, you know, you start to realize, oh my goodness, I've been using the system for years and we, we need to make sure that our data is good. So that way you're exactly. making the right decision. So it's a, the traditional yeah. term is garbage in, garbage out. Yep. But I, one of our clients uh, told me this and I love it. It's good stuff in, good stuff out. So like taking a little positive spin on that. Like oh positivity. yeah, we, I like that we too. want all good stuff in asset and hope to help you achieve that. Mm-hmm. So the podcast also kind of was a spawn from our bigger initiative. It's called iCommunity and it's a program that we're working on. Um, it's a work in progress, but to stay in touch with our clients, um, let them know things that are going on that include with the products, new products, existing products, changes, updates, and industry, you know, whether it be software stuff and data management, like Miles just alluded to, or things that are going on in the green industry itself. And ideally peer to peer too, right? So that way our clients can talk to each other more better. I, I think the user conference was this past year was really good. It got a lot of good feedback saying that it was a really good place to interact with other users of the system. And, and that, and that's been from, you know, from the beginning of time, like our user conferences, people just love that. And, and really one of the biggest benefits that people get from that is the networking. Hmm. So they get the, the content of the conference, you know, we have speakers and we give presentations on asset and different functions and new things that are going on. But the real value lies in the networking and meeting other people talking about how they use asset and, and just their, how they run their businesses in general. Yeah. So you want to make a digital experience of that maybe. Oh, that would be, yeah. Sounds really cool. Exactly. Because we can't all meet all the time. We're spread out all over the country and it takes a lot of effort and, teamwork to pull one of those user conferences together. I did not attend the last one, but I was at the one previous to that. And I absolutely loved getting to meet clients that I had been working with for three, four years 
get to meet them face to face. And then the camaraderie and everybody talking and learning and this person from this state and this person from this state hooking up and talking about things that they're doing on the accounting side. It was just, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It does sound like fun. I also just had a random thought. If this podcast, you know, if our clients start listening to this and more people start listening to this and they meet us in person at the user conference, I hope my, like, I hope my face matches my voice. You know, I wonder what, you know what I'm talking about exactly. when you listen to the oh, radio? I, ta- most always. of our clients, I'm always blown. Like, it's never what I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. never. Yeah. And people always say, oh my gosh, I had no clue, Wendy. Right. <laughs> and you're like, uh, is that a good thing? Yeah. Yeah. Because what I look like and what I do for a living, I guess apparently there's, something in the back of people's mind, a stereotype of what a typical accounting person is supposed to look like. And I get that because we've all seen them. And then you look at me and I'm like the complete opposite. You know, I look like a musician or a rock star because I have, you know, you are, Wendy will always surprise you. When you think you know Wendy, she throws one in on you and (laughs) she's amazing. Oh, I digress there. You guys are amazing. Yeah. And so, but we just, we're a part of our clients' teams. You know, we have this amazing internal team and we all have each other's backs and we get along so well and we each have our areas of expertise. And, um, but we're also part of our clients' teams as well. We see it as like a partnership with our clients. And this will just Mm -hmm. be an extension of this, like getting a more personal, getting to know us on a more personal level getting to hear what our clients want to hear on a, on a different level. So the whole I community initiative is, is really behind this podcast and a lot of other things. So hopefully you'll, you'll be, be seeing that and be aware of that. And also feedback I think would be good on what the best way to communicate to you, to our clients that how our clients either communicate back to us because right now there's a couple channels you can give us a call or, you can email team at include, but maybe there's better ways of communicating maybe broader questions via forum, whether it's forum or Slack or like a chat or, you know, there's a lot of different ideas that we could do that with and yeah. feedback from the best way would be, I think, a good thing, right? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so if, if anyone out there has any ideas on that or things, know of things that they would be inclined to use or, or think would be good. This platform for that, please let us know. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. That's right. This is a group collaboration. (laughs) This is why we call it iCommunity because it's not just us talking into a microphone and you're listening on the other end. You're part of this too. Totally. Can't do it without you. That's right. Yeah. So, what's what's next, Lisa? Updates, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just sent out an update. All right. The 20.02.07 asset update. Boom. So, so prior to that, there was an update, the 19.12.31. Um, so you may have noticed that it's pretty frequently. So you in the past have gotten maybe two updates, three asset updates in the year from us. But We've changed our strategy a little bit, and um, IKPI has kind of necessitated that, which 
Malls is going to talk about in a little bit in a little bit more detail. Hmm. But we are going to, we've started and this year starting, we are going to send out um, asset updates more frequently. So it, the goal is about one every month and that's to, 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 so that IKPI can be updated, dashboards, new data tables that are at it, that all gets updated. It's all technical. So for the reasons for that, but I am so excited about the more frequent updates. Um, it's going to allow us to get bug fixes out quicker. Um, certain enhancements um, will be done more frequently and, and you'll be able to see them more often. Um, another benefit is that all of our users are going to get the update all at the same time. We were releasing it in waves and it would get to the point where we would do pre-releases and so some people would get them and not all clients would get the same update. And it for from a support perspective, it was a little difficult trying to figure out who was on what version. And right. So now we're sending them all out. Everyone's on the same playing field. And it's been, it's been very successful. We've gotten a lot of good feedback about it. Things have gone very smoothly with the last two updates. So I'm really, really excited about that change. Yeah, I think that'll be good on both sides, on the client side and then on our side too. With, with the volume of tickets that come in when an update is released, especially if there's new additions or changes like the fabulous new W4 change that came, you know, to us and Bill had to go into the software and make those changes and that update went out at the end of December last year. Do, and when did you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, no, I can talk that, about that just a, a little bit. A lot of people bit. have brought that up. Yeah, yeah what, that was the hot topic. Kind of crazy what happened with that, right? The hot topic. I, I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not in the accounting world too much, but I did see that. <laughs> well, news. it was a surprise to all of us, obviously, because that's something that the government did. And then they just give it to us and say, here you go. This is what we've made changes on. So what I Figure call it out. Yeah, the, the end luck. user, which would be us, right? People in the general public have to figure that out. So it wasn't just a matter of a couple of little changes that had to be made into the software. I know Bill had to spend a good amount of time doing in the, uh, in the employee manager, writing new code, putting new fields in and all of that. So when that got released, I had to quick do a video after talking with Lisa on how does this actually work. And so I got the video done and then we sent out the update. We put the link in there, but not everybody got that email and what i mean by that is is we don't send the updates to everybody in the organization we only send it to a few key people so you might be somebody that works in hr for example and you're not on the list to receive the asset updates which would probably make sense because why would you be so that's where we've been getting some of that that trickle in on the tickets side of things with questions on how the heck does this work oh my gosh and what do i do so what i've been doing with people if I get the ticket, I send them the email that I have, a little explanation. I put the video link in there, and then I always let them know if they have questions, they can field them back to us, and, and I'll handle it accordingly. So hopefully it's going to go smoothly. We have and, many, and actually, it's very, it's actually more simple, the W-4 form now. All that's required now right. with the new 2020, and going, like, it's employees who are hired, who who are filling out a, a W-4 from 2021. If people, if your employees filled out an, a W-4 prior to that, 
they don't need to do. You do not have to do a new form. Right. But Only for if they those, want to. Exactly. If they move, change of address or change or if of they want to change their, exactly. Correct. But the form itself is actually easier. All that is required is like name, address, social security number. Filing And status. then just your status. Exactly. Yep. Then there's a worksheet if you want to change up what that would generate for your withholding. So if you have kids or if you work more than one job. Correct. Um, so, but it's actually sim- more simple once you get used to it and once you know it. And right. then once you see how it translates to asset, because it looks, asset looks exactly like the form and exactly like the worksheet from the form. Yeah. I so. mean, Bill got it in there precisely how it's supposed to look, meaning there's no confusion whatsoever. It's just confusing to people when they look at it. Because when I first pulled it up online and looked at it, I was like, oh my gosh, what? Okay, let me do some reading on this. Let me talk to Lisa about this. And I was like, all right, I got this. And I was able to whip out a video super fast to give people an overview of how does that translate into what you would do in employee manager in assets. So I think it's going to, we'll get more questions on it as people you know, hire new people for the year when their season starts. But it's, I haven't had too many other questions come back after I send them the video and I say, this is what you would do if they're pre 2020 or if they're post 2020, I haven't had people emailing me back saying they still don't understand. So the video is great. I was looking at, I was looking at the Wistia stats on that. Excuse me. Uh, and it looks like it's one of our most popular videos ever. Just the amount, just the amount of views on that. So it's a really good, really good work on that because it seems like it's really striking a nerve with people and just seeing how the Wistia is pretty cool with the stats and you can see rewatches and such. And it looks like people are really paying attention to that. And it's really, really nice. And plug for the videos, people, if you haven't checked out recently, Mm. they're, or just, you know, on a regular frequent basis, check it out because there are videos at it all the time and changes are being made to update old videos and then new videos are being added as we add functionality or things change in the program or we mm-hmm. get a lot of questions on a particular thing. Well, mm-hmm. uh, Wendy will slap a video together. But speaking of videos, she makes Miles it sound so been- easy. And it, well, you make it seem so easy, and and lately, so does Miles. Yeah, Miles has been rocking and rolling on, on those. A, on a roll. Yeah, Did you guys watch Talk them? about that. I watched a watch couple. Yes. I've watched a couple, mm-hmm. not all the way through, because I've not had time. I've been doing that in between sessions, but I was like, Miles, yeah. You know, I'm I glad it. that I, 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 I got your approval. I mean, you're the master. So, well, you know, I was I was I had no problem helping you do those videos and you just kind of took it on yourself. And I think the reason you probably did that is because of my workload right now, but also because, you know, at KPI, like the back of your hand, this is this is, you know, your thing. It's Bill's baby. It's your thing. You know more about it than I do right now. And so, that helps when you're doing a video, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, totally. That's a good segue. Let's talk about IKPI. All right. I can I can talk about IKPI. Yes, I love IKPI. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so IKPI on the general overview, as you guys know, is it's a data analytics platform that we've released. So it takes all your asset data that's in your server, uploads it, cleans it, uploads it to the cloud, and then you're able to do visualizations and uh, analysis on the web from anywhere. So I can pull up IKPI on my phone. It looks pretty cool on the phone because I can see 
the dashboards that I built that include as we release them, we can see the ones that we've released and it's, it's really neat. There's, there's a couple of features in there that are some of my favorite. There's a views function that you can set pre-filters. So say if like, you know, if you're online shopping, you can have drop down filters when you're shopping for right, things, right? right? Mm-hmm. So okay. if you're like saying, okay, I want something that's pink or blue, right? So we have the same kind of filter in IKPI. It's like you can have a drop down filter for say your cruise, right? So crew name or crew number, people look at it different ways, but all those fields are available. So you can say, okay, I want crew 501, click on crew 501. And then you can save a view as a creator or an admin, someone who's in charge of the whole system. Then say if you have a production manager who is in charge of one to five crews, you can filter out those five crews, set a view and assign it to that production manager. So when they log in, all they see is their data. And they can save that on their phone. Yeah, they can. So they they can log on their phone. They see that their one dashboard or two dashboards that they had, like one could be a crew production dashboard and the other could be another one that is necessary for their jobs, like a, a, say a project a project dashboard that shows a profitability analysis and the status of it. And then they pull it up on their phone. They see, okay, I'm this many hours under budget. This is many hours under over budget, or this is what my crews have done in the past few days. So you can, they can do all that stuff on on their laptop or on their phone. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's like totally mobile then. Totally mobile. Yeah. Which is a huge change. And really it's a, it's an awesome shift uh, that we're, that we're taking. And then, for every what's what's a big focus is that we want to make it super user friendly because again you want when you go onto these dashboards, the goal is simplicity first and make sure you understand what's in front of you and what you're looking at. But there's got there's got to be some complexity to it because you need to have some good data behind the dashboard, right? That that kind of makes sense, right? That's yeah. kind of how asset functions, right? Great, good stuff in, good stuff out. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. So assets asset can be complex, but the reason that it's complex in some parts is because then you get really, really, really good information, like precise. Right. So it's every, every dashboard has the other thing. It's called an info panel. So you click this little I button or the info button and it slides out this panel that people in their own companies can edit the description of the dashboards that create. But when we ship them, I write a little summary saying, okay, so this dashboard say it's the client retention dashboard. And say this dashboard does this x and x and x this is how you do it and then here's the link for the video and then in wistia we have a awesome. video that walks through i'll walk through the whole dashboard live show you how like what filters do uh what visualizations filter and all that so, so. helpful and so intuitive yeah yeah it's the goal is in, in, like just for it to be intuitive and it's it's really really cool and i know one of the um highlights from the asset update was that we've added in proposal manager, there's now a column for sales goal type and that ties into new sales. Goal. Yeah. It's well, super cool. it's kind of existing sales goals functionality that's been kind of expanded and yeah, then... a little bit reworked. Oh, it makes right. it, makes it, makes it sales. Yeah. So Wendy, I don't know if you know in CX, you can go to sales, the sales menu function up top and you can hit sales. And then there's uh, a, there's an option called sales goals. And when you hit sales goals, you can set sales goals for all the salespeople in your organization by goal type, and that will get imported into Proposal Manager. Then in Proposal Manager, you can select what goal type 
So for instance, if you had maintenance sales, you can mm -hmm. say this proposal is maintenance sales and you can assign it to a template. Then in IKPI, there's this whole dashboard where it shows projected revenues via sales goals. And then it shows you how much you're catching up to it. So there's like this like little line that's like catching up to your, I'm using my hands, but it's a podcast, <laughs> so it doesn't really work. He's <laughs> just looking at me like I'm crazy. Visual. Yeah. There's so <laughs> this line catching up to your goal, right? So it's, it's very cool visual. And then you can filter it down per salesperson and, and such. It's, it's neat. That is and awesome. You can yeah. see it at any time, update it pretty much real time mm -hmm. on your laptop, on your phone. Yeah, yeah. And the other, so the other cool thing is, uh, is the GL categories. Oh, right. Feature. That's another thing that was added with this update too, Yeah, which is why we need to update more frequently because there's things added in asset that relate to IKPI. And that feature, do you know what that feature does? No idea. You don't know what that does? You're an accountant. <laughs> so you know when you do financial ratios, how you can do your current ratio, which is your current assets over your current liabilities? Right. Okay. So in asset right now, how would you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that calculation? You have to pull it out of the system, right? Well, yeah. You right. just run your financials. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now that I we mean, have I know how it works. I just don't know what that new GL categories does in relation to IKPI. Well, I'm just, yeah, what I'm saying is like what now in IKPI, you can assign a GL line item. So you can assign a GL account to a certain category. So I can say, okay, I'm going to use random numbers, but GL 10101 cash is a current asset. Mm -hmm. And then you can set all your bank, all your bank accounts to a current asset. So it makes it much more precise. Right. So then you can start doing calculations in IKPI saying, okay, I want to take all my current assets over my current liabilities. And So it's kind of like the job cost categories that get set up in the chart of accounts, but mm -hmm. I think takes it to the next level. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It just takes it. It just And can be customized too. You can, yeah, you can add your own, right? Yeah. You can add your own categories, but we have it preloaded with a list. Mm -hmm. So that way it's easy to, it's just basic standard categories that are pretty common across all businesses. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So IKPI, it's it's a it's a it's a really fun thing. And the the next strategy is that we gotta get our roadmap together on what dashboards we're, we're releasing. And it's gonna be a little bit like report designer, but in a much more focused way where you know we, we have testing and and you can release the Assuming there is no, there are no database major database changes, you can distribute new dashboards without people having to install an update. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there's a section on IKPI where we have the new and released, new and updated dashboard section. So you can go in there and you can import the new ones that we're releasing if there's no database changes. Yep. It's revolutionary. It's game changing for that's, us. We're all really excited about it. That's yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, and as well on that topic, if we are always looking for feedback on dashboards, so that way we can get more people to say, Hey, I'd like this dashboard. And a lot of people have the same type of dashboard. So then it helps us prioritize what we want to release. And if it's something complex that does require a database update, that gives us a chance to get ahead of it and help others as they're looking for that information. That's just what's going to make it even better. Just the feedback and the 
um, interaction from our clients, giving their input and helping this grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, IKPI is cool. It's cool. It's, 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 it's been really fun working with Bill on it. So yeah. So awesome. since I'm done with IKPI, uh, the support people over here, well, I'm on, so I feel like I'm a little bit of support oh, yeah, totally team. Our support. Yeah, yeah. It's actually so fun. We all, I mean, everyone yeah, here everyone does support, support. Yeah. and everyone loves support. Everyone loves doing tickets and helping people, making people happy, answering their questions. And we do, we, we, for the most part, we make people happy. Sometimes we have to deliver some bad news, like no, get done or, yeah. you know, but for the most part, I think. I like getting on the phone job. with clients. I like getting on the phone with clients and talking to them. So oh, that's the best. any, any highlights, any, any things in the past time that you've come across that that you've been working on the support side? Well, we we made it through through January. So that that's definitely a good mm-hmm. thing because it's always busy time for our clients in the uh, administrative and accounting area, getting <clears throat> the W-2s out. And, year-end. Uh, exactly, doing all the year-end stuff. So that makes it busy for us, busy for them, busy for us. So we kind of made it through that hump. Still a busy time for us. Um, I know one thing I keep hearing is... Uh, and, and that's typical for this time of year is people doing their renewals, having to update their costs and labor rates. Um, so I've helped quite a few people with that, going through that whole process, which you know, there's a few different ways to do it in asset. And um, it, some, you know, it takes a little bit of work, but mm-hmm. um, there are some functions in there that make it more efficient. So that's kind of been the trend mm-hmm. I've been seeing. Yeah. What about you, Wendy? Well, I can definitely say that it has not slowed down since January. Stayed, It's stayed as busy as it has been in January, and that's probably going to continue until we get to mid-April. And then it'll start slowing down just a wee bit. <laughs> mm. But right mm-hmm. now, it's nonstop all day long every day, which is good. I mean, keeps us keeps us on our toes for sure. Keeps us out of trouble. Yeah, we got some... We got some new clients coming on board too, right? So that's exciting. Yep. I got some new clients um, that are going to start uh, admin training here pretty soon, as soon as we get the rest of their data back and converted and installed. One will come in a little bit um, earlier than the other. One has just started with me, and they're a lot of fun too. I love having new clients start because I like to get to know them. They're people I don't know yet, and, and I might not meet them in person ever, but I don't know them and I get to know them because I spend a lot of time on the phone with them over the course of several months or even several years. Some clients that I've taken live in the system, I don't hear from maybe once or twice a year. Lisa, you don't even hear from them and other clients. They're always in constant contact with us, which is not a bad thing on either side of the fence. It's just some that we talk to more than others, but I always like to get to know my clients and, what they do, why they do it, how they do it, what it's like where they live, because yes, that interests me, because I care about them, and I just want to have a good time. I want them to love the software as much as I do, and know that it's going to take a little bit of work to get there, but what they get once they get there, they're going to reap so many benefits from the software. That upfront up effort is so worth it. In oh, yeah. The end. Definitely. It's definitely work to implement the software, but once it gets rolling, mm-hmm. it it definitely makes life much easier mm-hmm. and makes businesses more profitable. And Oh, yeah. 
Yep. Get you a grip on, on what's going on in your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of cool if you can take a business who's struggling to make some profit, maybe maybe two or three percent, and using the software system, they can double that or even more. I know there's some pretty big success success stories. Oh, we have a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot so of success pretty, stories. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's that's exciting to see, right? So when when they win, we win too because. At least for me, it's more of like a personal satisfaction because like you said, it's a partnership. You feel part of the team. You're like, yes, okay, we did it. Like, we got it. Exactly. Yes, that's how I feel. When they succeed, I succeed. That's just how it is. And we do. And we take it very personally. And, oh, yeah. and we, we really do take pride in our software and, and being able to help people and, you know, be, and, and making those relationships. We're a part of their team. They're a part of ours. So, yep. So I think our first episode is coming to a close, wrapping it up, wrapping it up. Oh man. It's we did one it. really oh, important note is that we really need your feedback. Please let us Please. know uh, what you think, uh, topics you want to hear about. If you want to be a guest on our podcast, please yes. let us know. We want volunteers. Having guests would be great. And you, you know, it's, it's really cool because Wendy is actually on this podcast remote. Exactly. And she sounds great in the podcast. So if you have a good mic, you don't have to have a good mic. You'll sound great too. We will so. make it work. We will make it so work. Let us know. Oh, welcome. So just send any feedback, um, any any volunteers. Um, let us know what you think. It's at the team at include.com address. Just send that that feedback our way and we will heat it. And mm-hmm. this, this po- you will help us form this podcast and what this all is going to be. I have so. a question. I'm kind of curious. When are we going to be doing these podcasts every other week or what? That's is that what point? I'm thinking. That's the goal. Cool. But if we get bombarded with topics and this is just so much fun. Hey, hey. we might just, just, just go crazy. With go these crazy. But yeah. Well, but what, if, least... what if we have the opposite? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> I'm just not going to happen. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A I'm lot kidding. of people are going to listen and they're going to let us know what they think. And they're going to say, hey, why don't you talk about this? Why right. Don't you talk about that. And so that was a really good point, Wendy. But yeah, so at least for starters, yeah, our goal is at least one every other week. And I even have some people in mind that I would like to have as guests on our podcast show. Of course, I'm not going to name any names, but people, if you're listening, you know who you are. If you don't volunteer work, we will volunteer for you. That's right. That's right. If you don't raise your hand, we will will, point at you. (laughs) That is the army of Lisa and Wendy coming at you. That is not me. (laughs) So I'm here for emotional support if you need it. But that's a lot of cause. So we really appreciate you listening. Thank you. Thanks so much for helping us make our first podcast. And we look forward to many, many, many more. And thanks to Lisa for hosting us. Thanks, Lisa. You did we a great job. We need an job. applause machine. We'll put oh. that in the budget. Oh, oh, we need to put that in the budget to yeah. have a sound machine in this thing. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. Yeah. So Woo. thank you, and we will talk to you really soon. Thank you. Thanks, everyone.